Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Life After Borneo. I'm Lauren Ashley Beck, and joining us today is a man that is very familiar with goats on AstroTurf, season 41 castaway, King Nasir. Nasir, how are you doing today? Oh, wow. Hey, Lauren. Well, yeah, I'm as confused as a goat on AstroTurf, but I'm doing great today. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's so great to sit down and talk with you, Nasir. And I know our viewers are so excited to get all the behind the scenes information about your Survivor 41 game. So let's jump right in. How many times did you apply to play Survivor? I applied, I would say six times. Six times I applied. Even I have watched your uh, application on YouTube, even though they said that don't don't look at the past contestants because uh, you had to be who you are, but at least you need to have some kind of idea. But I know who I am, but for sure, right? Maybe not when I'm going home with idol in my pocket, but <laughs> before <laughs> before that, yeah. So uh, yeah, six times. And, but I did a lot of videos, but I didn't post. I was like, oh, maybe this is not the right one. This is not the right one. So yeah, and uh, almost for five years consistently, I tried it. <laughs> wow, that's awesome this year. You're living proof that no matter what, if you persevere and keep trying, you can make your dreams happen for yourself. So did you do anything to prepare to play Survivor? Uh, to be honest with you, no. <laughs> I did not do well I tried one a uh, couple of times but the weather was bad tried to start fire but still I did start it and uh, it, I tried to refresh it like a little bit right because I used to well of course the way we were living back in Sri Lanka so uh, then my wife always watching your videos I'm like Lauren keeps telling that you guys you should know how to uh, make fire to be on survivor you should listen to Lauren I'm like yes but I know how to make it she's like no I can't I did I never saw you made fire at home I'm like yes okay then she ordered some uh, 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 the the what they call the the flint and we have machete and all kind of stuff she ordered even my father-in-law he ordered a couple of machete I'm like dad you don't have to I know how to make fire <laughs> so then I I proved them well you see that I can make fire then uh, apart from that I do uh, exercise and and I do I'm a trail runner and I'm an I would call I'm an adventurist, right? I love to be, I'm an, I'm an outdoor cat. So, <laughs> so yeah, I did some weightlifting regardless, even though if I'm going to be on the show or not, I do. If not, my muscles will start shaking. It's not because of alcohol though, it's because of my muscles. <laughs> so yeah, I did not prepare mentally. I was thinking like, you know, just be who you are. Cause the days on Survivor watching as a super fan, anything can happen it doesn't matter even if you have an idol but if they another person have a uh, idol nullifier or like a liana had her uh, uh, stealer or something it's gone it doesn't matter right when you landed on that beach what was it like having cameras all up in your face <laughs> for me camera wise uh well going through all these interviews with casting team <laughs> i think since I was doing a lot of uh, Zoom interviews, I felt like that is like tribal council every single day, something, <laughs> right? It's front of camera with like, yeah, today you will have like 10 producers will be talking to you. Yeah, then I'm like mentally preparing. It is going to be the same, I guess, <laughs> right? So when you got on uh, to the on the beach, I was 
I'm already playing the game. I wasn't really looking into the cameras, to be honest with you. <laughs> a lot But, of people will ask me, Nasir, they'll say like, how do you not look at the cameras? And I'm like, at some point, you just kind of forget that they're there. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah. It sounds weird, but it's true, right? Like for an example, I can give you like, I do snore, right? So I know Danny did too, my big brother. He did, a, we do, we both snore a lot. <laughs> so like for some day, like during the day, I, I like to go and take a bath or whatever on the beach and come back, change my sarang. And I just lay on the bamboo uh, and fall asleep. Even during the day, I start snoring, right? So then sometime you wake up, the microphone will be right there. I'm like, Dan, move on, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it's like, you don't feel it like, It, it's just there 24 7 it's like you're breathing air right or you're breathing the same camera crews are everywhere with the cameras i'm like I'm, what, what do you want to do is shy shy is not in my life so it, it doesn't matter to me <laughs> so it's everywhere i'm mean, like people i'm sure people have or contestants or castaways have some kind of shy they are they are they don't uh, immediately get into that environment So I'm pretty good in adapting into different culture, different environment. So camera crew was, yeah, I'm in hospitality industry, right? Wherever I go, it's always something, media. So yeah, it is It is not easy for everybody. I can tell you that. That's why some people try to be play the game under the radar, call, right? Absolutely. On the camera. <laughs> Absolutely, that's so yeah. true. Yeah. What season of Survivor inspired you to learn English this year? Season 21. That was the first season I watched. Uh, yeah, Nicaragua, isn't it? Yes, it is. And uh, that was the first Survivor episode uh, or the season I watched it. Then I'm like, wow, yeah, I understand Jeff talking. Yeah, Tribal Council. I'm like, what the heck is that? I don't know even how to ask that. I'm like to my wife, what, what Tribal Council? Then she has to explain the way I will understand. And she can, she can manage, or she used to uh, speak Arabic. So she studied uh, abroad in Egypt. So I was, uh, I mean, we met, live, lived uh, in, in the United Arab Emirates, right? So I can speak Arabic, uh, not now, we lose us everything in America, except English, you know? <laughs> so then, uh, so somehow, you know, it, it, as long as you have, you love each other, languages, It's not not a really matter right so you understand you try to explain things we understand so that is how i learned and i'm like you know what this is the great show it's exactly kind of uh, the way i was living my life back in sri lanka something related to me and my wife loves survivor matter of fact uh, when she was 13 i guess she uh, wrote a journal about survivor in her classroom so if i'm not mistaken she told me that they had a, a homework to do or, or some kind of uh, something to write. I did not study English, you know. So, and immediately she wrote about survivors. She, the, the entire class or her friends lost in an island or jungle. Then uh, it, then she's trying to uh, uh, go to an island to get someone to screw her. Uh, then there happened to be survivor filming there. So that was when she was 13 years old, wow. imagine. Wow. So we have very long connection. It's, it's a survivor uh, lived. Oh, it's in our blood. <laughs> it meant to be for us. So Yeah. Wow, Nasir, that's so cool to hear. And it's really like a full circle moment. I love that you both had that. So when you saw your cast initially, who did you think was going to win beside yourself, of course? Like who looking at the cast were you like, oh, they could definitely take this whole thing? Well, 
when I look at the cast at the airport, I I wasn't kind of I was kind of confused. Everybody wearing lift differently. I'm like, you know, it's everybody kind of sad. We are not talking to home. Well, we were a little bit, and uh, but you know, everybody thinking their gameplay. Of course, Survivor starts whenever you start. Uh, it starts from LA, <laughs> right? Yes, <laughs> it does, and I. I want to explain that to our viewers because a lot of people don't realize that we do all fly from Los Angeles to Fiji together. So we're all sizing each other up on the plane, trying to figure out who's who. Let's talk about that, Nasir. Yeah, because you, you can't look at uh, each other's eyes, right? Or you can't do any sign because immediately uh, the all the uh, uh, managers that who's there for us to support, to travel with us, uh, the behind the scene employees, right? And which are awesome people. I respect them a lot. Behind the scene, whoa, they work really hard. Wow. Salute for them, <laughs> you know? So um, they, they will scare you. Like you can feel it. Don't lose your chance. You're already here. Don't try. You can, you can talk to them when you are on the island. So when you hear don't lose your chances, then you don't even uh, uh, think about looking at each other's face, right? I don't Absolutely. Wanna, right, so immediately like, wow, for me it's tough because I'm in a hospitality industry, I'm an extrovert, I'm, I, I like to talk, I know you love, uh, you, you, you are out there, that's why you, you are a great mentor in terms of social media, you, you should be in a different place than what you do. I'm being honest with you. You're so sweet. Thank you so much, Nasir. I appreciate that. You are in a different level in terms of social media. And I don't know how much, how you have that energy, Lauren. Well, I'm sure you will have a great future. You are going to be. Thank you, Nasir. Coming from you, that means a lot to me. So, yeah, it, it is not easy. People think that, ah, you are on the, on the, it's a game that starts from the day you are in, you are learned in L.A. It's not when you learn on uh, uh, the island. So let's come to the point. Like I wasn't thinking about, I wasn't look, trying to look at the uh, faces, even though you try to look at Danny or I saw Danny smiles. Oh my, I'm like, when I saw he smiled, I'm like, he's he has a daughter or he has a son. Immediately I, I know it because as a dad, I know, you know, because uh, so I'm like, yeah, he, he's a genuine person. Everybody else like, looking at you know and even Dishan told me man when I saw you at the airport with big muscles holding like I was thinking you'll be like a Tony uh, <laughs> you'll be like a Tony oh my goodness imagine that if I uh, uh, got on uh, with same tribe he will be like Tony I'm, I have to be really careful then he's like no man you're so cool you know it's totally different the way you're looking at them right well then when we were in the quarantine we were like a we, we had a little bit of chance that we can do stuff like to do walking or something. Well, I was looking at Ricard and Voce. I'm like, these two dudes can win. And of course, Evie, because the way they walk or the way they act, I'm like, these are smart people they'll be very strategic, you know? So I was thinking that, but the game is not all about strategic or who knows the game well, who plays the game, challenge beast or the best attitude. It doesn't work in this game. You know what I mean? So always that is my medicine. Like, oh, don't, don't, don't bring your mind because you are here to win this game, right? So don't even think about he can win. So then why are you here? 
right? So that is why I'm like, no, no, I'm here for the same reason. Yeah, we all are. 18 castaways are beautiful. They have very good uh, 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 personalities, different personalities, of course. And everybody has their own stories. That's the whole reason we were there, right? Different stories. So I'm sure it is an amazing story. And yes, absolutely, it did. Uh, that's the whole reason we are there. So I'm one of them. So there is no reason sometimes, as a human, we think about, we doubt ourselves sometimes, right? We all do. So then I'm like, no, no, I'm here. I'm, there is no same, uh, uh, there's no difference. And also I was so, uh, I felt so included as diversity. The cast was, it's an amazing diverse cast, you know? So that made me immediately like, yeah, I'm not one of them. Like, yeah, I will go, ah, yeah, he's a third world Asians that it's easy, keep him for the numbers and get him out. No, I love the way I went out because I was the biggest threat. If I'm sitting on that final three, well, let's say final four, nobody can win making fire, fire making against me, no way. <laughs> then if I come, if I'm sitting on final jury three, uh, you know, that million dollars is in my pocket. But yeah, I don't have that million dollars, but I do have a million fans. Those hearts are very important. Right. That's that's very true, Nasir. And you do. And I love that you're speaking to the fact of it's very easy. You're human to doubt yourself and to look at people and get intimidated. But like you said, every single person there has a story to tell. And whether you're a challenge beast or a social threat or whatever, everyone has the opportunity to win Survivor. It's just where the cards fall. So shifting to your game, what was your favorite challenge that you did when you played Survivor? The challenge that I hated, let's let's start this way. Yeah, let's start with the, the challenge you hated. The challenge that I hated, the one, uh, you know, yeah, you drop your buffs, then you had to compete to win, event, whoever wins that challenge, of course we divided drawing rocks, right? Then you go to, uh, 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 then you pick, so me and Erica, we got our gray rocks, you remember that? during the merge, uh, merge uh, the challenge, one of the biggest and hardest challenge that was ever built, I would say, in, on Survivor. I mean, all the castaways will say every uh, challenge is harder, but that one, yes, definitely. I'm like, when I saw those obstacles, I felt like I was hungry. And even though I'm not showing that, I always happy out there and, you know, having a coconut and all good to go. But when I saw that challenge, I'm like, I don't want to participate in this one. I literally, I prayed, I want to draw the gray rock. <laughs> Because <laughs> I want that food, right? So apart from that, every other challenges, uh, I enjoyed it. I love challenge. I love challenges. And uh, and also I was sad. I was disappointed on my uh, self on my last challenge that I lost, I would say, uh, because my entire right arm went numb. So that was the day that I went home, right? So... I love that challenge, but at the same time, I hate myself on that day because my body, I can win a challenge against two entire tribes, you know, against Ua and Yasa, but on that day, I should have won that. But yeah, so when I got into, uh, what, like three minutes into the game, my right arm went numb and I was holding for 17 minutes with just one arm. So then Jeff was keep yelling, Nasir, take your arms out. Yeah, so then I, I can feel it. Uh, that's what I'm saying, Jeff, I can't feel my hand or anything. So then I gave up after that 30 seconds, then Erica dropped it. So I'm like, yeah. Oh my gosh, it was so close. Nasir, do you find it difficult to focus when Jeff is like, you gotta dig, Nasir? 
Now, you know what? <laughs> I think I told this to Jeff. So, or, or even to the managers or the behind the scene team that who travel with us, right? Uh, I, I do trail running. In my uh, recording, I have uh, kept some records like dig, dig, like Jeff. So I always think that when I run, so like I always try to increase my pace uh, when I'm doing trail running, like, okay, I always think about Jeff. Dig it, dig it. Think about your own survivor. Jeff is the one just pushing you here to do it. So I love the way he uh, he just go and he, he, he'll be straightforward, right? He will tell you no matter what, if it's good, he will tell you, yeah, Nasir is doing great. If it's not, Nasir, he's the worst one. You know, he will tell you. So I, you, you, I would say I, I love that part from Jeff because he encourages you. He will, he will do everything possibly equally to everyone to push hard. And he always say, play the game, like give everything, have fun, you know? So you, you will see the way he said, give everything. <laughs> I love, I love Jeff. I hear you. It's definitely motivation. I, I definitely, definitely see it as, yeah, absolutely. So if Luvu had gone to tribal after uh -huh. that first challenge, how do you think the votes would have fallen or how would you have voted? Oh, the first challenge? If it, Well, uh, definitely, because uh, we had a deal that we are not going to look for an idol until they come back, Dishan and Danny, all right? Then they went and looked for an idol. Well, that that is that is a way to play the game, right? But I came and told them, so it backfired me. So it was on the first day, I'll be going home, I'm sure. You think that's how it would have gone? Yeah, maybe I could have tried, uh, uh, maybe not, but most of the tribal councils went live. So I may try to, uh, even though if I take, Erica and uh, uh, definitely Deshaun, Sydney and uh, Dan uh, Danny, they were together because uh, Sydney went and told Nasir told that this is what happening, right? Then immediately Deshaun and Danny said, no, we did not. So they already together. So uh, Heather and Erica and me, for me. So if I join Heather and Erica, I have to, then it'll be three, three, then it'll be, you know, one of us. Well, yeah. When you were on the beach and you did that, I saw it as you were building trust with and trying to create an alliance. Exactly. Did you feel the backlash from that immediately, Nasir? Were you like, oh my gosh, maybe I shouldn't have said that? Yes. I felt it immediately. I should have waited and talked to Danny and Deshaun and say, hey, I saw that you guys, you were trying to go on the other side of the, uh, on the beach. What was the reason? Then I could have changed the story, right? Then I, well, I, I was loyal. I told the truth to the girls over there, you know, but it did not go that way. <laughs> yeah, that's, I saw it as more of a bonding thing than a like, I'm trying to tattle on them. Cause I definitely agree that when you land on that beach, looking for an idol immediately is a big immediately, immediately, well, that's, that's a normal thing, right? When you are, when you land on the beach, first and second day, most of the time you try to build a shelter, get fire going, bring some firewoods and per, uh, what, the, what, what the stuff to uh, uh, burn the fire or whatever. Then learn each other, then try to go out and do search either, right? But that was the first 20 minutes they are looking for an idol, which is a great way to uh, play the idol. And I saw Heather was uh, looking for an idol too. She was all over. <laughs> so I'm like, wow, 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 we are here just 30 minutes into the game, 30 minutes into the game, immediately going to uh, find an idol here. So let's tell the truth. 
right? And try to be loyal. And I was loyal on most of the game, uh, the entire game, right? So then after that, I felt it immediately. Every single time I felt it, I was on the chopping block. But am I going to show that to them? No way. So I will still feeding them and uh, I'll be the happiest kid out there. So then they will be start thinking, wow, he's on the bottom. Why is happy? Maybe he has something uh, a special advantage or something, you know? So I created that kind of atmosphere. I just enjoyed it. Did yeah. you ever consider solidifying your alliance with Heather and Erica? I tried with Erica for 11 days. Why do you think that didn't happen? Well, Erica, she, she, she played a great game as a gameplay half of the game, I would say, before. So that, that was her, her gameplay, all right? Maybe I was on the uh, I was misreading how she wanted to play right so she took it simple I tried with Erica for almost 11 days that on the 11 days she came and said that okay I will uh, uh, work with you and we can vote Dania I'm like no you show me 11 days you didn't talk to me you come, you want to come so every time I try to talk to her she will just oh you know I had to do this and she will move on yeah yeah. So Heather, <laughs> Heather, Mama H. So she says, she will say, yes, I, I talk to Heather almost every day. We had good and bad times. Some days we don't talk, <laughs> you know? So, uh, you know it, you've been there, done that, right? So, you know, sometimes we have fun. Sometimes we don't just sit back and relax. Sometimes we try to make some strategy and, and uh, it, sometimes it doesn't work. Then we move on, win the challenge, come back. So that's why we did more, most of them. Then I was thinking, I will never throw a challenge, regardless if I know or I don't know. I right? want to ask you about that. When Danny and Deshaun were attempting to throw the challenge, did you recognize that in that moment? And like you just said, why wouldn't you throw a challenge? I also don't think that it's ever a good idea to throw a challenge. It's ugly. <laughs> it looks ugly. Yeah, it is. It is a strategy, but survivor tribal councils can go live. It, most of the time, right? Anything can happen. I rather sit on the, at the, uh, at the, on the bamboo than on tribal council, whatever we sit on. Agree? <laughs> I, I agree with you because tribal is a scary, you want to avoid tribal council as much as possible. You exactly. never know what could happen. Why do you want to take a chance? Anything can happen. Anything can happen on tribal, right? So why, why do you want to take a chance? Not even a single minute. Even if I play again, definitely, there is no way that I will throw a challenge in my life. Not even in personal, professional, wherever. If there is something that to compete, I will give my 150%. That's me. Yes, uh, when I was, when I saw, uh, I did not realize, I know that they were talking a little bit here and there, uh, the way the show edited, show was edited. I wasn't naive as it shows because I'm, I'm, I'm again, I'm very happy the way they, they gave me the edit. Well, you know, I'm very happy about the edit. Thank you so much. Thank you, CBS. Thank you, Survivor. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> and, and the behind the scene team, you know, everyone I'm talking about. So, uh, yeah, so then I'm, I, I know from the beginning, I know it. I'm not going to throw a chance. That's a promise. If I find an idol, if I find an idol, I will never tell anyone, which is I do not, until you have to, then uh, I will never throw a challenge. So I promise to my wife that too. I promised to Diana. So anyway, so then uh, normally Danny and Deshaun will be a little faster than, uh, you know, they try to do their best, you know? I mean, everybody does, but you can, you can see in terms of strength-wise and 
uh, Danny can carry big stuff and bigger than me, you know. So uh, and Dishan will be same, you know, big guys, right? I'm very happy about that. So on that day, they were like taking their time there. They're, they're like on picnic, but still, I'm not going to give up. But well, still, we did our part. And uh, when they throw in the ring, Dishan, he's a good in terms of throwing stuff because prior to the challenge, you know, the sandbag throwing on top of the stuff, he did. He won the challenge for us. I tried, I couldn't run, not even Danny or we did not do it. He put all five of them, right? I'm like, Dishan, something wrong here. Then I asked, may I come inside? Uh, can I, may I come? And they keep, he was keep refusing somehow, not on, on my face. I'm like, uh, uh, something wrong. Then when he throw one, a couple, many he did, then uh, one went off the, uh, the platform that we, the, the challenge was on. I just, without even asking, I jump on. Yes, I jump on without after that, I kind of give up. No, I'm not going to keep asking you because it's always better when you are uh, uh, as a group playing uh, on a challenge as, on Survivor, instead of just try to jump in, you better ask each other, hey, let's do a plan. If you, you throw like five, if not, come back. All right. So when you talk to them, also, you be nice instead of saying, hey, you are not doing it. I want to come and do it. No, ask them, may I come in? Can I help you out? You know, you have to be the team will. Then oh, that is the only time I tried a couple of times. Uh, then uh, Dishan is like, yeah, he's, he's keep playing. I can see. I'm like, okay, it was the right moment. One ring went off the platform. I jump in and I get one, two. Then it took a couple other uh, times. The third one is done. So otherwise I could have finished it in like that. <laughs> That's so wild. Yeah, it was so funny. I actually felt like you knew because I feel like when they edited it together, they showed you kind of looking at them like, what's going on? Something seemed a little fishy. Yeah, I realized when Dishan throwing the uh, rings, when I asked, may I come in? May I, may I do it? Then he's keep refusing in a nice way, of course. But I'm like, no, these guys are trying something different. Let yeah. me get Yeah. So yeah. then Danny and Dishan came back, then they want to throw the following challenge. After that? After that, yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the whole reason we want to get Erica out because with Erica, we were kind of don't know what to do because she's not really aligning with anybody. We, we, we are trying to get a great vibe. So after that challenge, we, we had some, uh, 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 of course, we were not trusting each other, but we, we had fun together. But when it comes to voting, we, we don't trust each other. I mean, we nobody trusts anybody, right, on Survivor. So then, uh, yeah, that was the reason. And uh, on that challenge, I would say, first, you had to dive into a water, grab some puzzle pieces. I was carrying, if you, if you go back and watch that video, ca carrying Erica in one hand, carrying a puzzle piece on the other hand. Oh my gosh. On, on the challenge that they were trying to lose, the, the following challenge, which uh, Dishan doesn't know until we won, he thinks that, yeah, still we're going to lose, uh, win the challenge because, okay, Danny, Sydney, and Dishan always together, right? So then Danny and Dishan, Danny came and asked, Danny and Dishan came and asked by the uh, water well, can we throw the challenge to get Erica out? I'm like, that's ugly. Throwing challenge is not really good. It, never went farther than what you expect throwing a challenge i said no then we were kind of yes and no yes and no sydney and danny and dishan and i i feel like okay this is a good opportunity to bond together again to rebuild the relationship at the time i said yes 
then I stopped it. So now they're thinking, otherwise it will be the same talk, no matter what, throwing the challenge and all those strategy. I said, yes, then we stop. Then still, when we got uh, went to the, when we are strategizing, that is the time I said, no, I'm not throwing the challenge. And Sydney, I asked Sydney, Sydney also said, no, don't throw the challenge. Yeah, then I had to jump on and, uh, on that challenge also, most of this stuff, I just jump on and carry Sydney, then Danny came back. I did almost everything, even the slingshot. So, yeah. So, Dishan was surprised. <laughs> he was thinking until strategize that time, time uh, we were throwing the challenge. That's what he was thinking. Then we won. Yeah. So, that was supposed to be thrown, but I did not let them do throw the challenge either. Wow. I love this behind the scenes tea here. So, yeah. And speaking of trusting and not trusting people on Survivor, when mm. your alliance sent Erica to exile, did you feel like that was a mistake? Because considering the fact that your alliance didn't trust Erica, you all had to assume she was going to get some type of advantage if she went somewhere else, right? Yes. So Erica always, uh, we had an easy vote because the, by then me, Danny, Sydney, and Deshaun, uh, even though we had talk, yeah, we want to get them out. If, always, I tried to get Danny out every time. It happens, you know, that's survival, right? But we had solid alliances on that. I, I know that they did not do rock, paper, scissors. Just immediately they. But I think now looking back and looking at the show, I think it would have been better if they choose me to go. Right? Because Erica will break the hourglass regardless. If Nasir there, I have an idol in my pocket. So I, at least I have some numbers back home, I would say, in Luvu. And uh, then if I go there, I should have, I would have enjoyed like that two days. No, you will not see me. I'm crying on that exile island. So yeah, I've been talking to Danny. Danny said that was, even he, on his interview, he said, I should have sent a seal on that day. Then you know what? Maybe I may not break that. Maybe I may, I don't know. But Erica, for sure, she, she's breaking it that, right? Because that is the, that's the, exact moment that she wants or she was waiting for something like that absolutely so yeah. almost everyone that i've interviewed this year from your cast has said that they think the turn back time advantage is unfair how do you feel about it well see uh i'm a person that i enjoy anything comes because when you play survivor because you are in a game or on a game that you don't know what's going to happen if anything comes yeah maybe for many people it did but for me, I'm not really upset with that or anything. That's a great twist. Never happened. Yeah, it looks somewhat unfair, but it, depending on how you take that uh, the, the twist, right? For me, I'm like, whoa, that's something new. Okay, let's find out what's going to happen. As long as I'm not going home, I'm fine with that. <laughs> right? Absolutely. I like all this twist. That's the whole way that I'm like, that's a great twist, I would say. But I understand and I can feel others as well, like why, because they really played that hard challenge to get that feast and, you know, uh, but it's a game again. You're playing, you're going to be on Survivor, right? Anything, it's all about, it's not all about that assumptions, right? Like it always changed. Like for an example, you know it, the tree mail will come and tell you something, then it will be an, a question mark at, at the end. I'm like, okay, what's even this purpose for? Like, yeah. Right? Like, it's not always the same. So why do you want to set your mind like, yeah, you win. We have this buffs. Now we have to give that up. It's a, and again, it's a only 26 days, even though 
because, uh, uh, well, 26 days, you know what I want to really uh, mention this one here. Yeah, it is 26 days, but it's tougher than, I respect all survivor players, everybody, because you all had rice, most of the seasons, right? Had rice, you had all this hammock and you had all, you had the uh, machete and the pod. And of course you had some ropes or lines to tie around your camp. We never had those stuff. I had to find all those resources. Like we don't have a piece of rope even. No. We, we I were... didn't know you guys didn't get rope. No. Oh my gosh. I mean, this year you would be impressed. Oh. I actually learned how to make rope out of plants before I went out there, but we were provided rope. I didn't know you guys didn't. Every single, uh, every single season were provided ropes to tie around the uh, uh, shelter, uh, how to tie the bamboo and everything not on survivor season 41 my friend so it literally back to basic even on season one and two three they had stuff to tie around things right this yeah. is the first season they did not give even rope to tie so i used every single veins that i can get vines that i can get out and i even i i did a uh like a the way we uh, tie the coconut the palm fronts back in sri lanka so basically you cut a huge uh, palm fronds and burn it, then it becomes soft. So you can tie around those. That is how we build the shelter. So 39 days, normally you all had one uh, reward challenge, one immunity challenge, one day rest, or just to talk trash or just try to fight each other. I, I don't mean not physical fight, you know what I mean. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. So backstab or lying and then do all those stuff, manipulate people. But we don't have time for this. So, and still, they gave 13 episodes every Wednesday, right? Every Wednesday they had an episode, the same exact amount. And I know there are a lot of twists came into this game. Maybe, uh, that, maybe that is why they feel like, you know, it's all about twist and all kind of stuff. But I enjoyed it. I'm like, it was great. Yeah, sometimes you don't understand, but when you do a couple of times, you're fine, <laughs> good to go, you know? Right. Yeah, you know, I that's something I want to ask. I do want to talk about the advantages, but did you feel like it was fast paced day to day? Because like you said, we did have a lot of downtime where I was like, okay, what, what are we doing? This is boring. For you, was it like every single day there was something and you just couldn't rest? Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Maybe only one day, I guess, if I'm not mistaken. One day, then uh, two more days, which is when that merge happened. Erica went to... Uh, the exile island so those are the only one or two two three days so two days means one night only over there right so no rest time at all wow so in talking about the advantages and understanding how to use them was there confusion on the beach like wait what is this beware advantage what is this goats on astroturf well, ghost and astroturf, because I never heard that uh, or heard about the phrases, because English is my fourth language, my friend. <laughs> so, uh, so then I'm like, what the heck is this? <laughs> then the producer's like, do you know what does it mean? I'm like, nope. Well, before I do anything, right, it's an, I found the idol. I worked really hard to find that idol, right? Then, yeah, I found that idol. I'm not how long to... how long did it take you to find that idol for me it took me like at least five six days i would say yeah it took me hell of work because i remember when we lost that reward challenge 
Heather stayed here. So uh, Reward Challenge, then Danny, Sydney, and uh, Deshaun, Erica took the boat, went out there to get a fish or something, right? Then they came up, flipped the boat around, lost everything. So during that time, it almost three, four hours on that day only, all right? Almost three, three, four hours. Only Heather, Heather was crying and there. So I want to, I felt like, okay, I will stay with her. All right. But at the same time, yeah, I will make her come, but I don't want to stay for all four hours with Heather because it's not really, there is not necessary to someone crying and you're just sitting by for four hours with her. It doesn't look good. So what I did, okay, this is a great opportunity. I told her, Mama H, you wait and relax, okay? So all these four, four of them are out when fishing on the beach, they can see like two, three miles out there, right? So I sweep the entire island i I'm, I'm sure on that four hour at least i went and searched around like a thousand feet thousands i was like telling myself i already cleaned the almost the entire island only a couple places left then yes i got it i as i said no one ever on survivor history utilized the island the way i did on survivor because they call me Mr. Cave, Mr. Uh, Woodman or Jungle Boy over there, all my, even Sydney and everything. You know, like, I don't know how, what we can do without you here. Because I know the plans, even, even I don't want to mention names, like they bring a leaves. Can I wipe my butt with this leaf? Because they're scared of is it pollution or not? Because I was the book for them over there. Like, yeah, don't do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. <laughs> wow, that's great, Nasir. And it was probably nice uh, for your fellow castmates to have you there to trust, to know what to wipe with or what they could and could not eat. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So Nasir, as somebody that spent a lot of time with the winner of your season, why do you feel like we didn't get a lot of Erica's game pre-merge? Well, that was her gameplay, I guess. She was under the radar. And uh, maybe that was her mindset. Like, she she prepared her. For me, I want to go out and I enjoy it, right? I want to enjoy I do. I want to be out there and do things and get done things. But her personality is like, okay, stay under the radar. And when the time comes, I will jump on. That's what she did. So, uh, yeah. Well, if you are not running around the island or if you're not looking for something, if, if you are sitting right on the bamboo all the time, you don't get a lot of airtime, unfortunately, except confessions, right? But on survival, if you're on an island, you have to do something. I try to throw a challenge at least. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> right? Exactly. Right? Like it's airtime is all about how much of airtime of your time that you are given or trying to do things, try to... Uh, find an idol or, or go swim, try to get a fish or try to find food, right? Those are the airtime. It, it just give them a uh, time to, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, record you what you do and all kind of stuff. That's, that is the reason the camera crews are there. But if you're, I'm saying in general, okay, it's not for Erica. I'm saying in general. So if anybody just sitting on the bamboo, even sometime, let's say I sit for two hours or three hours on the bamboo. Well, the camera has to be, on right on and focusing on me but at the same time it's boring for them too so you can air that every time maybe one second of that right that's what i'm saying but yeah but erica played the under the radar game and she knows the game for sure that's why she 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 was pretty good in reading the games too because if you look at it no one ever voted for her she was always on the right when it comes to voting and she always she played a great game so when the time came to play the game she did play 
right? A lot of people, when they're sitting at home on the couch, watching the TV screens, they're yelling at castaways to play their idol. Can we talk about how you were feeling at that final tribal council? Because it did seem like you were going to play your idol for yourself. What was the final straw that made you be like, you know what, I'm just going to hold on to it? So, Ricard, Shan, and myself. So, we were thinking like, we already, we had a great relationship since after the merge. So, what happened was like, uh, okay, we went, we, I did not tell I have an idol to Lugo, right? So, when we went to the merge feast, I saw Ricard and uh, Shan joined us and every from other tribes. So, now we know I had to tell everybody that I have an idol. So, but from that feast, Shan and Ricard and I, I told them, hey, don't trust this, don't trust this, don't this, no, 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 no. So, well, now they found out, they, then I, I was reached out and said that, yeah, I should have trusted you more than anybody else. So anyway, it, it, it is past. So uh, on that day, yeah, I lost the challenge. I have the idol in my pocket. I'm like, you know what? I need one more day. I know that they're not going to keep me. I know I'll be going home soon because they can't win against me. They can see that, right? So I was thinking I need one more day. I'm trying to hold this idol because it, it wasn't easy. It, it, it was an easy vote, Heather, on that day because Erica, we can because she had the necklace around her neck, right? That was easy. So that was not the great move for Shan or on that day. Well, they played really good. That is a way to be playing Survivor. It's a classic blindside, it's amazing. So see what happened right next day. You don't have an alliance to go back. Then everybody, so we, I told I told to Shan, hey, you have an idol, you have an extra vote. I have an idol and Ricard. So we have solid three here. We can get Xander or we can get someone else. Or Liana, we, she was with us, right? Then we have solid four. Then don't trust Danny or Dishan, but they're playing the game over there. We are not to make any friends over there. They are playing, yeah, friends, but at the same time playing the game. So I need one more day. I was thinking, yeah, Heather, I don't, then who, uh, Eric and uh, Heather came and asked, Eric asked me, can you play your idol uh, to Heather? I said, no. And I told her that I apologize, I can't play your idol for, for you, right? I, I'd rather be honest and tell the truth, but because I had, I felt it, I had the solid, uh, relationship with Shan and uh, Ricard because prior to that we gave up our uh, uh, we did not participate on a challenge and we gave up our uh, shot to get the dry rice me and Ricard and Shan so the previous so we had our relationship so I was thinking yeah it's okay I need one more day so if I can go through easy vote Heather so uh, then that turned out to be good for Ricard because he was able to build a relationship with uh, Erica and for his own game. But for Shan's game, that wasn't the right move over there. They could have kept me. I'm a solid, loyal number for them. Right? Then they go back to the, because uh, uh, Ricard, he's a challenge piece too, right? He, he played really good and he's very strategic, very clever, smart guy, right? So when we go back there, right, then Erica will be shaking. She has to join us regardless because Danny, Deshaun, and uh, uh, they don't trust Erica at that time, right? So because that is the reason they want to throw the challenge to vote her out, right? Because she's very quiet. You can just continue a conversation on game-wise. But apart from that, she's very friendly and 
great to be uh, chatting about food and all kinds of stuff. We had fun. So yeah. So uh, otherwise, me that's what that's what I was thinking. I'm not going to play. I have the number. I have uh, Ricard and I have uh, Shan. So there we go. That's what happened. I wasn't. I wasn't. Not even a little bit thinking about playing for me. I told Heather I'm playing for me, for myself. But I wasn't because I know I had some relationships. So it did not <laughs> immediately next Shan followed me. Otherwise I would have been there. We have a solid, and then I said, when we get to final six, we can play, we can go against each other. It's okay. We have to play the game harder and harder when you get to final six, right? Then you play your idol, I play my idol. Then we'll go with the challenge and take it from there. When I spoke with Shannon Liana and we talked okay. about the Black Alliance, I had asked her, what was the feeling about the Black Alliance on the beach? And she let me know that you and she had had some conversations about you not being in that alliance as a person of color. So can yes. we talk about that? Yeah, I wasn't. And I'm not really mad about or sad about that because I was there to play the game. Because when you get into those, uh, which is very beautiful things, what they try to do. I mean, I mean, the whole reason I was there as a very diverse cast because of all, uh, uh, is it right to say black black people or black cast who played, they fight for it, like Miss Vesapia or, or Sean, the teacher, right? And who all they fight and everybody, right? I mean, you are you are in that too, right? You yes. fight to get the half 50-50 diversity, which is amazing. That's the whole reason I was there too, because of the minority. Thank you so much. Thank you so much to everyone who really tried hard to get them. And yeah, so, but again, I would say, Dishan, he did not play that game over there. Oh yeah, they want to be that way, but I don't think Dishan, he played his game over there. Which what I will try to say here, Dishan, I'm very glad, I'm very happy. I was able to meet Dishan after the game and to had, spend some time with him. He's a wonderful soul, you know? He's a wonderful soul and I'm very happy the way he played because he played the game. He wasn't there to build in uh, 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 like a black alliances or anything. He wasn't there for that. He was there to play the game. And I was there to the zoo because I end up telling them even like, uh, yeah, you keep saying that minority and black alliance together here but where am I in here? You're just telling, you're not including me on that. I have to come to you all and ask what's going on because you are using me only as needed. But I was included as a diverse cast. That's what I was thinking. I'm there to play a game, right? It's not all about color for me over there, right? I'm there as Nasir, I'm there as Survivor Season 41 cast. Because I'm playing the game out there. You of know course. what I mean? Of course. Yeah, of course. So that's what Dishan did too. I, I really, I really happy that I was able to meet Dishan after the finale party and we had a great time. We were like, went out and, you know, until 3 a.m. he was with us. <laughs> I love right? that. Dishan, I, he's a wonderful soul. You know, he, he played the game over there. I, 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 I respect him a lot. I'm very glad that even my wife, she's very happy to meet Dishan. He's a very wonderful uh, human being. I love that. Who yeah. are you the most loyal to, Nasir, in the game? Who, where you think? Who were you the most loyal to in the game? Uh, again, it is depending on the day. <laughs> but let me tell you something. We had Danny was, of course, Danny, 
and uh, Evie, uh, Tiffany, and uh, Dishan. Dishan, he was, he's a very strategic. He's, he's like, he's a villain, sweet villain. You know, I always tell him. <laughs> I always tell him, dude, if you go down, I'm, I'm, I'm voting you. You know, you, I can't go against because you know how to talk to people. I'm, I'm good to talk to people, but at the same time, I'm in sales too for 17 years, right? I know how to talk to people. And, uh, but he has the charm that he can, sit and talk for 10 hours, no problem. That Dishan, right? I'm like, you are very strategic, but you are a sweet villain. <laughs> That's what I tell him, all right? So yeah, uh, loyal-wise, I again, Lauren, it, it is depending on the game, it, it's depending on, but Danny, he's pretty loyal. As I said, every uh, Shan, not, uh, not Shan, sorry. <laughs> and Liana too, even though she was going after me one day, but again, she's playing the game everybody think about how we can stay one more day is that right absolutely yeah. absolutely so uh there is no nothing to complain or or, or say anything uh, about uh why why they're not loyal we had to think about we're playing survivor we are going to be on survivor i mean the game that only game that you can backstab you can lie and you can do even though i did not lie a lot though so you know <laughs> well yeah and ultimately that's what people need to understand as viewers we're watching a game this isn't how people are in yeah. real life they're not backstabbing and lying to the people at least we can hope they're not doing that in real okay. life <laughs> i can say, i can i can put one thing on here whatever you see on survivor people what they do how they do things that is exactly their personalities back home you think so nasir i think so I think so. I'm, I'm telling you as, as an experienced, uh, like on, on Survivor season 41, because you, yeah, when it comes to gameplay, that is when you can lie. That is when you can throw people under the bus on live, a tribal council or can lie to each other, but still you can be who you are. That's what I'm trying to say here, right? So we all are all 18 personalities here, different personalities. Right, it's not, they're not bringing all Lawrence there, like eighteen of you, eighteen of Nasir. Then it will be boring, right? The whole reason they are bringing different personalities because they have different. They try to put different person, personality personalities in one island on an island with no food, nothing, and no rope even, you know. So <laughs> and so, right? So one or two days, three days, then the starvation, the deprivations, all the hungry, thinking about family, right? So it, it changes and it brings out your true color, who you are. I believe that. If I was mad and fighting with someone, that is me. Back in my home too, right? And for an example, I can take uh, Danny, right? Nice and calm and cool like cucumber. Most of the time, <laughs> still he's the same. That's what I'm trying to say. Anything you see over there, people just do things. In general, I'm talking. I don't believe that saying that, no, I'm playing the game because this is not my lifestyle here. Yeah, that is not your lifestyle, but that is your personality. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Nasir, um, who would you, if you could have bequeathed your idol to somebody after you left the game, who would you have given it to? Because uh, Abby followed me, I felt it. Otherwise, I could have given to Danny or Evie. Danny or Evie. Would you say you're closest to Danny and Deshaun and Evie after your season? Or who are you closest to after you played Survivor? 
Well, that's a great question. Many of them. <laughs> yeah, that's but why you would have cool. won. That's why you would have won the million dollars this year because you're friends with everybody. That was my problem. Yeah. So for me, I'm fine. I'm like, it's a game we played, you know. So again, you will have, you will meet some great friends that will continue for lifelong. Sometimes you will meet friends just for the game. That is how things work, right? Anything, anyway, it's like you're traveling somewhere, having an experience. You'll meet a friend that you will see that this person or based on how you experience, you will have lifelong friendship. Some, you will, if you have to stop or you have to keep it as neutral, that's all, move on. I'd rather fill up my life with positiveness or positivity than going back to whatever things happen. I don't like that. Past is past. Onward and upward. I love that, Nasir. So speaking of the future, I know you have a passion for cooking. Tell us about your YouTube channel and what you're going to be up to. So uh, I just began, I would say, right? I always had, I, matter of fact, I wrote my cookbook. I wrote my cookbook. And When's it coming out? Well, it's under editing. My, I will ask Diana. <laughs> so, well, uh, behind the scene that I want to tell one thing, I, I made a feast out there. Most okay, let's hear about Nasir's Kitchen in Fiji. Yes. Nasir's Kitchen in Fiji. I did. Uh, I can tell you this. I'm like, it's, it's like out there, maybe not. Because uh, they can't incorporate everything what happened on the island in an hour. Uh, episode right so I made a dish called cocoa British on the island what is it sounds so, good it's cocoa bread of course you know the, the cocoa bread you add the uh, I remember you were eating the the ripe one I don't know how you add that Lauren it I wasn't know. good it was horrible and they did they were all eating it like it was delicious and I'm like this does not taste good now, uh, so I'm, <laughs> I'm like, Lauren, what are you eating there? That is not the way to eat cocoa bread. <laughs> no, I don't. So tell me the right way to eat it this year. Uh, the right way to eat. All right. So you basically, you remove the skin, cut into pieces of one or two inches cubes and remove the, the, the inside part. And you boil it. If you don't have so, uh, salt water, of course, get the uh, uh, ocean water and boil it, right? then you eat, it's just carb, it's good. If you don't have anything except rainwater and sand, of course, cocoa bread is better, <laughs> better than rainwater and, <laughs> and sand, right? We don't eat the sand, but I'm saying nothing else we eat except coconut, how long you can eat coconut. So then um, I was trying to uh, come up with something, right? So then what I did is, so I uh, created a uh, uh, masher. So I, I did some coconut, pieces cut coconut pieces mash it really nice then i boiled the coconut uh, uh, we we've been eating with just boiled and eat the cocoa bread and then uh, i'm like okay you know what i can do some patties here so i mixed that coconut the, the cocoa bread entirely added the coconut added some salt water then i made a, a, a like a real flow there right then i made patties over there so ask them. And I found green chilies. Then I found papaya. Then I found, then we start uh, catching some crab. I caught crab every day when we have that uh, Hawaiian fishing. So we're mixing up patties. So, uh, but I don't show them how to do those stuff. Because, you know, that's a strategy. 
because if you know then they will kick out but even i gave them uh try i show them how to do but they can so then i came up with a name called coco british so they asked me okay do you have a special name for your uh uh, uh the dish you came up so i put coco coco bread remove the co uh, bread part uh coconut sorry coconut and uh, coco bread right i mixed it together i came up with coco british so i was expecting they will show that but they did not and uh, they did not air that but yeah i made the dish called on survivor on the island in the jungle called coco british i love that you heard it here first honestly nasir since you do have a passion for cooking you should add that recipe to your cookbook well matter of fact it is on my cookbook <laughs> it is pretty simple and that's why everybody since you told me that i can talk about my youtube channel i have passion my dad I heard that he had a, a restaurant. In our culture, the way I grew up, it's not only women cooks, which is uh, most of the places, I would say. In Sri Lanka or Arab countries, always they, they have like, a, okay, women has to do the, all this stuff. But in my family household that I grew up, no, you cook. As a father, your son, you cook for your mom and sisters and your wife. So I heard that my father even had a restaurant, but I never saw that never and uh, maybe i don't know maybe a small restaurant just under the coconut tree who knows <laughs> you know so uh, then uh, i'm like you know what i always want to do something i want to first i can cook pretty good i i'm a great chef so that's why i'm like i started then uh, i stopped for a little bit but then i wrote my cookbook i included the cocoa british and uh, then uh, I received a letter, I don't want to tell who, I received a letter from someone saying that I want to see your cookbook. You will be really good at it. I'm like, okay, yeah. And my mother- <laughs> Food network, here he comes. My mother-in-law always said that since the day that she met me, I cooked for her in Dubai in 2011. She said, Nasir, you should write your cookbook before when I got married to Diana. So then uh, here we go. I already finished my cookbook. It's very simple, over 30 menus, uh, 30 recipes uh, will be released or published soon. But before that, I want to uh, please subscribe my channel, YouTube channel, please, right? Because I want to do it. I bought a kitchen outside to have a nice burner and everything. So I start doing it. Uh, yeah, I want to, I want to, I love to do a, a, like a travel channel or like, you know, I enjoy cooking. I enjoy cooking. I enjoy traveling so I can do it. And also I can like for an example i have videos that i took from sri lanka we still cook over there on the real food real in the kitchen uh, even my mom because they don't use gas they use gas what happened was there were some local gas uh, deliveries then start uh, the gas are it, it's uh, blowing up then people are dying so everybody scared to use gas but in our house we already my mother and my sister-in-law sister everybody uses real uh, tree branch to cook food like a real fire so we have in our house so yeah so my i'm planning to do a lot of uh, videos and of course most of them will be from my cookbook as well and uh, even matter of fact i put that crab curry day before yesterday i did uh, so that is not in my on the book but you know there are a lot of food that you can cook yes i want to uh, do my youtube channel so please subscribe and learn something with nasir right 
Yes. Learn something with Nasir. I love that Nasir. And honestly, like you said, all of the things that you're talking about right now, I think people would be very invested and very interested in watching that. And you have that beautiful, big beaming smile. So literally anything you say, people are going to want to watch. Uh, the last question I have for you Nasir is I know the survivor fandom absolutely loved you. What has been your best fan interaction after the show? Oh my God. They love you. <laughs> a lot. So I can give you this, like, for an example, like at the airport, I went to Sri Lanka, uh, like on December 18, from the check-in point to the flight, almost, I would say literally like a 40 people that come to me and took picture with me <laughs> in San Francisco. So the fans that I really love, of course, I love all the fans out there. Thank you so much to everyone. I really, really appreciate when I go to my uh, daughter's school or like my son's preschool, all those little ones will come and like, hey, Nasir, he'll give me high five. Like, you know, <laughs> those are great moments. And always the other thing is that like I run, when I run, I run on a, there's a trail right next to our house. Before I don't have to stop to anybody. Now, every time you have to stop, wow, that's Nasir, how are you doing? So even though you're trying to finish your uh, uh, 5K within 30 minutes or whatever, then now if you don't stop, they think like, okay, he's not the same, same person that I met on TV or I saw on TV. So he's really arrogant. He's just running away from me. So I can't do that. So I have to stop every time running. So I go like a really late night, like in the evening, people will be not there because there are a lot of mountain lions around here. So I put, <laughs> no, again, it's late and cold. So I go like in the evening or early morning. So I don't want to see, it's not, I don't want to see, so I can just go and finish and come back. Uh, lot of uh, uh, fans. Thank God. Thanks, friends. Thanks, fans. <laughs> everyone loves you. Fan favorite. Where can everyone keep up with you on social media this year? Sorry, again? Where can everyone keep up with you on social media? Where? Yes, where? Um, like, what's your handle? Uh, I think it's at Nasir. Hold on. We're going to get it. It is at, tell me how to pronounce your last name, Nasir. Mutalif, M-U-T-T-A. Mutalif. So it's M-U-T-T-A-L-I-F, Nasir. That's your yes. handle. That's yes. what people will ask you, Nasir. They want to know oh, all about you and how to keep up with your social media. At Nasir Mutalif. That's good. Sure. See, told me something. Thank you so much. I know. <laughs> you. Yes, I will I always. You. Yes. you are a social media guru. <laughs> Thank you. Coming from you, that means the world. <laughs> Nasir, you have been so much fun to sit down and talk with today. I really, really appreciate your transparency. Thank you for giving us a behind the scenes look on your game. To everybody that's watching, thank you so much for tuning in. I want to tell you, don't forget to like and subscribe and stay tuned as we take a little pre-merge flight next week and interview season 41's JD and Sarah. I'm Lauren Ashley Beck. This is Life After Borneo and I'll see you next week. Bye.